Hmm. I got lots of notes for tonight. Hello, and welcome to the New Two Knitting Podcast. I'm your host, Kaylee, here with my co-host, Brian. And we're here to talk about knitting. Yeah. 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 Gonna knit. We're just getting into it. Getting into knit. <laughs> Get it? Get <Yeah>. knit. <laughs> you know what I felt like today we could do um, a Bad little- puns. What? Bad puns? Well, always, but... Okay, thanks. Um, Glad to have your permission. I was going to say, just kind of like an origin story, just where... Yeah, what, how I like got started, what brought us here Oh, I thought you today. wanted my origin story. Um, Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. uh, orphaned. Uh, Bruce Wayne killed my parents. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Whoa, twists and turns. Spoiler alert. Here we go. All right, well, tell your origin story. <laughs> I want to hear it. I'm interested. Well, I was just thinking like, I've taught my name. What? Mm-hmm. I'm Kaylee. Oh, yeah. I forgot we got married. And we are married. Forgot. That's a good part of the origin story. Hey, all you noobs out there in Radio Land, you're listening to the hubby and wibe-wibe combination. That's weird. That's what they call them nowadays. We would never call each other that. I call you that all the time, just under my breath. (laughs) Wibe-wibe. That sounds so gross. Ask anyone I know. It's like when I describe you, it's like, oh, yeah, my wibe-wibe. Kaylee. My wibe-wibe. And I'm your hubby. Hubby, that's like normal. Yeah, wibe wibe is normal. No, it's not. In certain circles. No. You're just being xenophobic. It's fine. Mm-hmm. All right. Bruce Wayne. Anyways. Oh, that was mine. Sorry. How have you been? What's going on? <laughs> I've been great. Uh, you know, just <laughs> doing my thing. <laughs> you know what's funny is the last episode you talked about how you just started your own company. It's true. And, and now, now we're at our... What, the one, one year anniversary. Woo! <laughs> Black Raven, one yeah. years old. And as your number one podcast mm-hmm. under your, yep. uh, you know, first company, and only. Black yeah, Raven. we are the. Pro- oh, I forgot we're the producers of the show. <laughs> uh, I probably need to do an ad in the middle. Yeah. Are you looking for digital media services? <laughs> um. Anyways, but yeah. But I was thinking. I know I've talked about how I started knitting. But really, I feel like it goes back further than that just because, you know, so many knitters often have other crafts, right? Like they may love to bake, they may love to sew, they may crochet, they may quilt, they may do all these other things. And so I just thought it might be fun to talk about how I like really got started. And um, so I would say my mom was an amazing sewist. She sewed, sewist? Sewist, yes. Mm. Is that a word? Well, if you say sewer Mm -hmm. and you spell that out, it's really sewer. Ooh. And so it's kind of, I think, sewers like to call themselves sewists. Just a little classier. Why Mm. not? Hey, I'm a sewist. Yeah. But she made me and my sister's um, clothes and dresses. And she was also a really amazing, like, art quiltist. Quilter? Quiltist. Quiltist. I don't know if that's a thing. Mm, it's like it a cultist. I think you can say quilter. If you're in the cult of quilt. But she did like little art quilts and they were really beautiful. And so she had her sewing machine out all the time. And I, you know, you know me as a kid, I couldn't just come out and say like, mom, I want to make something. I'm pretty sure 
I just took some fabric and started sewing things by myself because I remember my mom kind of like having to show me later after I had already tried some stuff um just like how to actually use it a little more I just like her lurking when she like hears the sewing machine oh, I she know. walks up and she's like excellent she's like excited <laughs> that you're sewing exactly I'm sure she didn't she's really like, Don't care say anything but I I started making things um for my American Girl doll, mm. as you do, of course. I yeah, made I a lot a of clothes sle- for my Addie doll. <laughs> Samantha, because it looked exactly like me. Look, obviously. you and I both know that I, in third grade, did not realize American Girl was for girls. American Girl, and I was read, for uh, girls. and I mm-hmm. read the Addie series. Uh, I was very amazing. interested in the Underground Railroad at the time, which is amazing. Yeah, I'm. I they're still cool. I'm excited to read them to my son. I mean, daughter. I mean, yeah, son. Why not? I know now there's like, you know, girls of today stories. Who knows what those are like? I have no idea. I don't know. Anyways. Fighting COVID or something. There will be by the time we Mm. start reading. (gasps) You should start a little side hustle where you sew masks for American Girl dolls. Oh, I'm sure those exist. I feel like I've actually already seen those. Anyways. That's how every mask looks on me because my head's so big. Looks like one for me. Like an American girl. Mm. Doll. Don't be fooled. His head is larger than it appears. Um, it's big old head. But just to say that, you know, I started right away just because I wanted to make things that I didn't have or that, you know, I was imagining. Like I wanted a sleeping bag for my American girl doll to have slumber parties with. So I made one, you know. Um, and just... I think that love for always making something carried on. And then I would just embellish my clothes, total teenager. You know, I took oversized t-shirts and cut them down and fit them and then added like beads and sequins. Beads? Beads. Beads? Yeah. Um, But, you know, all of that. So I was just always trying something new. So, you know, starting with sewing then I started crocheting in high school just because I was bored one summer and got a book from the library and tried it. And then, of course, uh, you know, went on to knitting much later um, in 2014. And so I just think that's, you know, kind of something probably wait, relatable to all crafters. Like you wait started a at a young You've age been with me you... longer than you've been with knitting? Yeah. Wow. A lot longer. Wow. We've been together a long time. I know. And you've been with knitting a long time, too. I Well, that's the other thing this I was like thinking about. This would be like a significant is, relationship. Is we are new to knitting podcast. Ain't that new, Nomo? But. That's our next podcast. Ain't that new, Nomo? But I was thinking I'm. we're all always new to this craft because you're trying new techniques out. You're, you know, playing with new fibers new yarns there's always going to be some aspect to it that feels new to you unless you're just making you know the same hat for charity over and over and over again or something like that like i think most crafters most knitters are gonna be wanting to try the next thing and oh i'm gonna try cables now and then you're gonna be new to cables you know and then i'm gonna try you know sewing right now i'm sewing a sweater with like fingering weight yarn which I haven't actually I have done this once before, but it's newer. It takes longer. It's um, 
you know, my gauge is like off a little because it's so small and the needles are so small and all that. So there's always going to be some aspect of it that you are totally new to. So I feel like the name will be appropriate for us, even though I grow now that I'm, I design my own knit patterns. I do lots of things that may sound like I shouldn't be new to knitting, but we, I just think you always are. Mm-hmm. And when we're ready, we can finally flip the switch and go to nude knitting, which is what everybody no. thinks the name of the show is. <laughs> it's a lot of enunciation no. when I... Uh, new to knitting. New to Sorry, I get so excited. Knitting. And I get excited when you're nude. So Ooh. same thing. So uncomfortable. Mm, I think all the fans enjoy that banter. I don't think so. I've talked to them before. <laughs> and they're like, I like the parts when Brian says things are good. You know what? Good. I read one of our reviews on... Um, apple there's podcast yes it, <laughs> from two years ago i it was like so the awesome. chick lose the dude no she said um you know feeling like she was a new knitter she likes when you talk because she can always feel more experienced than you yeah and smarter than you i've been my whole <laughs> life i've been making people feel smarter than me that's nothing nude to me yeah i'm it's not new this is old old school for me yeah. feeling dumb so <laughs> used to it I'm the dumbest person I know. No, not at all. The nudest person I know. That's Ooh. also not true. I'm fully clothed right now for Anyways. you dirty minds out there. So you are a new knitter, but you're not new knitting. Um, and so what do you think, what do you think that uh, the biggest, Let's now you're talking to somebody who literally wants to learn how to knit and hasn't. Like I'm listening to a podcast right now about writing a book. And uh, Story Grid Podcast. Uh, it's fantastic. Shout out. Shout out to Sean Coyne and Tim Grawl. Whoop, whoop. Now they're going to listen to this. Oh, they're going to love it. <laughs> hey, you guys, you're doing great. Keep keep up the good work. I'm three years behind on the podcast. You're welcome. Uh, but anyway, but uh, for all of those people out there that have probably like haven't really started knitting because cost of entry is a little hard, you know, just literally to start. So um, meaning... It's hard to knit. What would you say is your uh, what would you say is your best piece of advice to a brand new knitter? Um, that's a good question. I think really it's uh, and I know I've said this a couple times before, but I actually heard another knitter say this on a podcast I was listening to today, and it's so true. Don't start with a scarf because you'll just be going forever and ever and you'll get discouraged. Because they're so long. They're so long. And you think, oh, gosh, that's the easiest thing to do because it's back and forth, back and forth. Don't do it. It's the worst. Always start with a hat. Always start with a full body suit. No. No. I think a hat is quick and it teaches you a lot of the skills you're going to need to basically just to decrease. And you're going to like have a finished product within you know a few days or however long it takes you to knit but mm. you'll be so proud of yourself you'll actually learn a technique and your head will be warm. and you'll have something where when you're just knitting a scarf back and forth back and forth you're not really learning many techniques you know like maybe knit and purl if it's you know garter stitch you're not you're only learning how to knit so garter stitch yeah <laughs> i like the idea that um a Harry Potter fan though would just go for the scarf. Just oh, because like, I gotta have that, you know, yeah. maroon and gold or whatever. Yeah, and they ain't cheap, so you gotta do it. Gryffindor all the way. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's one great so. thing about I think it's green uh, and black, right? What green and black? 
for Slytherin. Slytherin. Yeah, I'm in Slytherin. Oh gosh. You know it's true though. Yeah, probably. What other house would I be in? And don't you dare say Hufflepuff. <laughs> I would never say Hufflepuff. Thank you. You're not nice enough. You never say that. Oh, yeah. Good point. It's just like, I mean, I'd take a Ravenclaw, you know, because my yeah. Black Raven is my company. I feel company. like Slytherin is like green and silver, though. Yeah, green but I feel like Slytherin and me get it. Because my thing is, is, if I was there, I'd definitely be like, yeah, that's probably the right thing to do. We should probably kill those uh, Ugh, muggles. Don't say that. I'm just saying, if I was there in the moment, oh my gosh. everybody else was shooting lasers out of their wand, I would do it. Can you shoot? Is that part of the story, lasers? No, it's like that soap bubble stuff. It's. I mean, that's all from the movies, but In the book, whatever. they shoot lasers. Maybe I'll read like the book. sparks, for sure. Hmm. You know, I think here, I got to be honest with you. I know this is a detraction, but this is what the people really want to hear about. I have been considering this. Are you going to read Harry Potter? I think I'm going to read Harry Potter. At least one of them. How could you not? Yeah. We, start, we have this beautiful read... illustrated mm-hmm. version of the first three books. I'm trying to study the way that it's written. Oh. But here's the thing. I read Harry Potter the first three chapters when I was 18 years old. Oh, really? And what I said was... This is a children's book. Why would I read a children's, it is a children's book? book? That's my one thing of advice when I hear adults say, "Oh, I think it's about time I read Harry Potter." I just it's say, just like, "Remember, remember that's a children's this... book." Because I said that to Adam and Allison. I said, "Remember, this is for children, and it the books age with Harry." Yeah, but I don't have seven years to grow up. Yeah, I listened on audiobook to all seven Harry Potter books during the first you know part of the quarantine go on it was amazing mm-hmm. i'm sure i did lots of knitting mm. yeah and that's another a little segue um into what is your uh is podcast the perfect uh perfect uh pairing with knitting i would venture to say there's nothing better oh i think so yeah and I mean, I'm not I just saying that because something... i am the co-host of the world's m- foremost knitting podcast <laughs> nude knitting stop no, I mean, there's so many times where, especially new to knitting, new, you need to be looking at your work. And so if you're really trying to pay attention to something, you know, on screen, if you're watching a TV show or movie, you're going to you're gonna mess up or get lost. You just can't do it. So yeah, Netflix and knit doesn't work. Nah. Nah. I mean, you could probably <laughs> watch a Harry Potter movie for, you know, the umpteenth time, but. You're not watching it, though. And if it's yeah, something with right. subtitles, oh no way! You're not watching it. But you could go, you could go podcast all day. Oh yeah, for sure. And another great podcast to listen to is the story. No, I'm not going to keep plugging them. But it is a good podcast, though. I you listened to one of them. I did oh, about Harry Potter. Well, actually, it was the other story grid podcast. But... Anyways, should we take a break? I guess so. I've been working really hard lately to get out my latest knitting pattern line, and I can't wait to share it with you. Things are coming out now, so go to my Ravelry page. You can go to designers Kaylee Kirkland, and that's K-A-Y-L-E-I-G-H Kirkland, and you can also, of course, find that in the show notes or find it through our Instagram New to Knitting podcast. Can't wait for you all to see it. And we're back. And we're back with nude knitting. You know, something else I've um I've heard from other podcasts, people talking a lot about perfection. 
like, like our podcast are is you perfection. <laughs> no. are you a perfectionist in the the craft that you do and i feel like you know is knitting am i a perfectionist when i knit no and i, I think as i think as a newbie Woo. as a newbie you can't be because you're not going to get it right you know it's it's a hard thing to learn and you're going to get a lot of it wrong and you have to accept that and just move on and know that maybe that first hat won't be wearable. Mm. You know, maybe it'll like go on your dog or something and it's fine. <laughs> Does your dog's have the same size as yours in this world? Yeah. <laughs> that, you know, a big mastiff or uh, something. That'd be a big head. Right. Exactly. About as big as mine. Well, maybe you knit a hat that's way too small. Yeah. Well, that's every hat for me. Uh, one more <laughs> time. I got a big old dome. But when I was a kid, I had this um, this quilt that my grandma made. And one of the pieces of fabric on it was backwards. It was the wrong side. It wasn't the like bright, colorful side of the fabric. And I thought there's this like, for some reason, reason I have this in my mind that it was called um, the eye of the quilt. Like all quilters put um, put in a mistake on purpose. And I couldn't remember why, but that that one piece of this quilt I always had to find. Like I would curl up with this quilt. It was my favorite one to watch TV and whatever. We always like our TV was in our basement and it was freezing. So even in the summer, I'd be like wrapped up in a quilt. And I'd always have to find that one spot that had the fabric turned upside down. So I was thinking about this today. And so I looked it up. I'm like, is there an eye of the quilt? What is this? And so it's a myth. It's an Amish myth that like Amish people who um, make quilts and sell them that they always put in one mistake on purpose just to like appease God because only God can be perfect. And what's a myth about it is that's not true. There's just always a mistake in quilts. There's just always a mistake when you're making something by hand. Mm. You just can't. Nobody is perfect. Perfection can't exist. Like nothing will ever be perfect. And there's even a myth within like Native Americans or like in beadwork and uh, the Persians weaving, um, you know, rugs or whatever that they always have to put in one wrong line at the end just to like appease God or to somehow say, you know, that they're not better than God. And they, all of those traditions say, no, that's a myth. There's just always gonna be a mistake, mm. even in the most like skilled people, you know, of who've made this one craft for their whole lives are just always gonna make one mistake. And I thought that was like kind of cool because then you know that well, duh, I'm obviously gonna make lots of mistakes, and that's okay. It doesn't mean it's not wearable or usable or it's not great looking, you know. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't know. I've never made a mistake before. Yeah. It's weird being perfect, but whatever. Yeah, it is weird. Yeah, like you should see the erasers on my pencils. like perfect. Fully intact. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know why they put them on there. I never figured it out until I was older. <laughs> Didn't know what they were for. Yeah, what, like why is this for chewing? Now, it is good for chewing, though. Yeah. And that's a mistake. You get that thing wrong and it pops off in your mouth. Mm. Yeah, I had to fish one out of my daughter's mouth like this week. Mm-hmm. Why was she erasing things? She wasn't. She, she was chewing pencil. on the eraser. Mm. <laughs> they look like something you should chew on. I yeah. see it and I think, yeah, that goes in my mouth. Yeah. Gross. Weird. Um. Anyways, do you want to be 
You want to see what's in my surprise bag? The secret. The secret knit. Secret knit. That's a different bag. I know. I can't find our bag. Well, that's that looks like just a satchel. All right. It's a project bag. Toss her over here. Okay. So the bag is mint green. No, my favorite color. I think our sheets came in this. Yeah. This is an unfinished work at best, babe. <laughs> it's just yarn. But it doesn't look like yarn. Why is it so weird? What do you think? Why? Can I read it? Is that against the rules? <laughs> I guess it's against the rules. All right, I'll what take... do you think that yarn is? Uh, Green. No, I'm sure it's green. I think it's like more teal. So I'm okay, not even going to give you that. Never. It's fine. You say teal, I say tomato. Uh, it's like, it feels like it's not all, I feel like there's some sort of synthetic component to it. Uh Uh-huh. Um, it feels like something you'd make like a lighter shirt out of. It doesn't feel as like heavy as normal wool would Uh be. Um, I'm sure you use it for knitting. I wouldn't even call this yarn though. That's not an accurate term. What would you call it? It's almost like a string. I mean, like it looks like a cord. Or string, mm-hmm. but it's not. I mean, it's almost like if it was made out of thread, like cotton thread, and maybe like something. But it's but then it's in this like rope instead of uh, instead of being yarn. Yeah, it's got a lot of consummate V's on the side. I think that's just how it was uh, rolled up. <laughs> it's um, just how yarn is wrapped, mm-hmm. bald. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I could probably make a pretty good scarf out of this uh, if I was going to be a new knitter. So. Yeah. Um, all right. What do you got for me? Let's look at the label. Okay. So you can look at the label, but Red do you even know Strata. how to Do you know how to read a label? Uh, bulky. I know that word. So bulky is That's like my nickname in high school. very thick. So you couldn't make something thin out of that. It would be hugely thick. Mm, okay. And it's uh, two balls. No. It says two balls. <laughs> it says two balls. Here. Look at it underneath, uh, next to that redheaded woman. Get right, yourself get me a, red-headed. a redheaded woman. I don't know why I would say that. That's weird. Two balls? Yeah. Also, my nickname in high school. <laughs> um,. But anyways, so this is like a weird cording uh, kind of yarn. According so to a, me, I was right. Yeah. It's a specialty, um, you know, yarn. And I actually won it from another podcast. Ooh. It was amazing. So I win lots of Which podcast did you get it from? Story Grid? No. Thank you, This Sean was Coyne from uh, Marley Bird's podcast. Ooh, Marley Bird. Which I love me some Marley Bird. Mm, who don't? You know? Uh, but she, yeah. Bird. so this is a long time ago and I would call in like a live radio show and be, and win something. Hi, this is best. Kaylee, a long time <laughs> listener, first time caller. Except for I called in every time. Hey, this is Kaylee. <laughs> I'm obsessed with you. Anyways, but now she does, um, like YouTube shows. So you can't like call in in the same way. It's kind of You gotta Skype in. So I picked this yarn because... Um, it is like a cording. It's like an I cord. There's a middle to it, which is um, like batting kind of. Mm, There's batter up like cushion in the middle. It's so thick, and when um, it hit me like two weeks ago or something that I had been making face masks as you do, 
and we had run out of elastic a long time ago. Elastic was really hard to find. There's been lots of shortages in craft stores for white thread elastic, That's all the things you need to make. About. My parents grew up when elastic was, rit, you know, scarce. So um, then we've been tying back, you know, making the kind of uh, mass that you would tie back. And it hit me that this kind of yarn, because it has a stretch to it. It's cording. It's mm-hmm. thicker. It's basically like a shoelace. Mm-hmm. And so I used it for my face mask. Well, there you go. And I felt really proud of myself. That, Fashionable. I know. But even, you know, I could have just made like knit an I-cord or something out of really thin yarn. I could have You forgot about braided, I forgot about yarn. <laughs> with, the, with the knit. I know. So Turns I just thought out. that was like kind Hashtag of a... forgot about yarn. Forgot about yarn. Mm. Don't forget useful. about Dre. But yeah. yeah. What are you going to make out of it? Marley would uh, hate to see it sit on your shelf. You know what? Okay. So the contest that I won it with was, um, you know, it was just calling whatever. But she mailed me a whole box, I think of like 20 of these balls of yarn marley bird and it was to make their i forget what she called them like exaggerated super scarves like huge mm. scarves and there's a picture of like lenny kravitz mm. with a huge scarf yeah. can you imagine it uh-huh <laughs> and um so that was it that's like the guy from the hunger games right uh yeah yes <laughs> that's true but um yeah it was just because that was a trend or something and Red Heart, you know, is her number one sponsor. She's the spokesperson for Red Heart Yarns. Speaking of, if anybody's looking to uh, do a uh, annual podcast sponsorship with <laughs> us, uh, Black Raven uh, is going to stop sponsoring when you get it. We'll get out of your way. So feel free to slide on into the DMs there. How funny. But yeah, I obviously didn't make that super scarf. So, and I'm not going to. Yeah, we don't have any room in our house for that. No. Two, we don't have storage for a And scarf. it would basically be, like I said, knitting the biggest scarf in the entire world. Ain't nobody got time for that. Mm. I'm not doing that. I also do not have time no. for that. I can agree. All right. I can't hear the word bronchitis without saying that. Even if somebody's like, yeah, my dad died of bronchitis. I'm like, man, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> I just can't stop myself. <laughs> That's so weird. Also, I don't think anybody's ever died from bronchitis, but I don't know. Write it in the uh, comments below. Dude, Tell us if you died from very bronchitis. Very insensitive. I'm going to cut that whole part out. <laughs> no, people need to hear this. No, they don't. You're taking away from the people. No. And the show will be too short. And people will be like, I feel gypped. I feel like Brian dropped a couple of one-liners in there that really uh, would have made my day. But we've been doing a lot. I've been knitting a ton. I put out at least two patterns since we last podcast. I have more in the works. I have... I knit myself two more sweaters, which I haven't even talked about, and I will get to. And the last one I talked about was Tecumseh sweater from Boylan Knitworks. And then at, right after that podcast, it was my birthday, and I started the Soldatna. Soldatna. Is that how you say that? Soldatna crop I sweater. I don't know. From Boylan Knitworks again, and it turned out awesome, and it's I wore fantastic. it a ton. She did. And it's really cute. It's really bright colors. I wasn't sure if I was into it, but I'm super into it. And you can see it on my Instagram. Instagram. That's 
new to knitting podcast dot no just new to knitting just podcast. new to knitting podcast so you can find us on find the us webs there i will probably not answer you on facebook so don't do that but you find can me hit on me instagram up. that's old brian yeah. with an i muncie with an o you can find my patterns at um on ravelry under kaylee kirkland's designs mm-hmm. and my username on ravelry is kbeth but you can find all the links, everything you need to know on our website, new to knittingpodcast.com. Today. That's right. That's us. And uh, if you're looking for me, I'm all over the internet. Just Google the word Google, and I'll be the first thing that pops up. That's it. That's it for tonight on our return episode to nude. To no. <laughs> new. <laughs> D- to <laughs> new to knitting.com. Nope, that's not it. New to knitting podcast.com. See ya. Bye.